We have a disaster called the big lie, Obamacare. What happens to those 20 million people who have health insurance? I believe, many people in my own state believe, that health care is a right, R-I-G-H-T, regardless of income. One of the traditional methods of imposing statism or socialism on a people has been by way of medicine. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290, KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290, KOIL mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is presented by HKG Medicare Solutions, Renaissance Captive Solutions, the Omaha Press Club, self-funded plan administrators, and caring for people services. This program is produced by E.D. Bellis and available worldwide on iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of America's Healthcare Challenge. It's challenging my healthcare, living in the heartland, uh, going from 70 degrees to like 20 degrees in a couple of days, but we're moving on through, and members of Congress return back home to their districts this week. It is the President's Day week. That means that our uh, elected officials out in Washington are on recess a lot of them going to uh, to their home districts to listen to their constituents, and we're going to cover some of that this week as it was a pretty tumultuous week for, for several members of Congress on the Republican side, almost like deja vu in that uh, we had several town hall meetings that were quite, quite interesting, and we'll take a segment to examine some of those. And we will also take a look at some of the uh, interesting claims that are now uh, coming back. It's 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 kind of funny. We are literally eight years uh, beyond where we were when this whole process started. And and as you know, presidential administrations last for four years, and it is just amazing to see how people's opinions can change based upon the party in power. And uh, we'll take uh, some time to examine that and some of the claims that. For example, death panels that were uh, vilified by many people by saying that they're not true, but now people starting to say that uh, this Republican plan might have uh, death panels in it. Uh, kind of <laughs> interesting to see the logic. Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, and go ahead and like it if you want to see some amazing uh dialogue back and forth. I always like the term internet tough guy, but there's a lot of activity on our page, both people for and against the law, and we encourage you to share your thoughts on that page at any time. Or you can give me a call here at any moment, 402-342-1290 or 1-800-577-1290. My top story of the week is something that happened. As, as I mentioned earlier, the, the members of Congress go home for uh, for recess, but the people like uh, I used to be, the, the people that worked on policy, we don't get much vacation, and we have to, to stay back and actually work on the legislative priorities of the members. And uh, Politico was able to obtain a, uh, an a leaked version of the Republican plan. The Republican plan, and and it's still just in draft form. But I thought it was really interesting, and spent uh, my Friday evening uh, reading uh, reading this to uh, to share with you, because I think this is going to give us a really good understanding of the quote unquote framework of what things might look like in a Republican alternative plan. And uh, it, it was uh, it's really um, touching. The program that I said about two weeks ago that you really need to pay attention to, and that is the issue of Medicaid. Medicaid expansion, one of the largest pieces of the Affordable Care Act, 
one of the largest cost centers in the Affordable Care Act. As you may or may not know, it also has a huge impact on every state government because Medicaid, for example, in our state is the second largest expense. It might even be the largest expense uh, in other states, depending on whether or not they expanded the program. And what we found in this new discussion, it's called a discussion draft, so it doesn't even have a a number, but it's really interesting because this is much more beyond just the typical quote-unquote, like, um, I guess, conceptual outlines that they put together, meaning that they'll outline the different sections that are going to be in the law, but it's literally only a paragraph or two about it. This actually is written in the legalese of a normal piece of legislation and references existing law and the changes to existing law. And it really is, uh, in, in many ways, disrupting the foundation of Obamacare, uh, including such as the uh, provisions such as the individual mandate. Uh, subsidies currently now are based on an individual's income. Uh, this will actually do that uh, based upon a person's age and give an individual tax credits. So, for example, uh, an individual that's 30 years old would get a tax credit of $2,000. Uh, it's paid for by limiting tax breaks on generous health plans that we get at work, similar to the uh, Cadillac tax before. Uh, and this is going to really disrupt a lot of people, by the way, this uh, issue of uh, employer-sponsored coverage, because it, it is a huge tax advantage for employers to offer coverage. And it seems that they're going in the direction of pushing for more of a defined contribution and allowing employees to choose in the individual market. My only thoughts on that is uh, the individual market is a complete mess right now. So does it really make sense to be uh, pushing employees into the individual market? I still think that uh, they're going to demand a plan from their employer, and this uh, is going to potentially make that more expensive for employers if they limit the tax exclusions. Another thing that is really interesting is the issue of the Medicaid expansion, like I mentioned, but they give us a date on when we might see this happening, and the date is 2020. Uh, 2020. So we, like we've said before, there's not going to be any change overnight, but there will be change quite, uh, quite rapidly because 2020 will probably get here much sooner that, uh, than, than we might have thought. And this again, is going to uh, create all corn, all kinds of problems for all these different states. They're going to be getting a capitated reimbursement for, for individuals, so it will almost be um, you know per capita basis. They will also lean on states to increase what are called uh, high-risk pools. By the way, our state already had one of these things, and it was working pretty well. But then it got taken away because of the Affordable Care Act. So they're they're going back to some of the things that they had in place before. According to HHS, HHS sec, uh, spokesperson Caitlin Oakley, quote, we welcome any and all efforts to repeal and replace it with a real solution that puts patient first and back in charge of their health care rather than the government bureaucrats in Washington. I've never heard that before, ever before at all. Uh, that just seems to be the, the typical line. Uh, th that we are hearing from a lot of people. But I can guarantee a lot of those folks that are on uh, the, the exchange right now, many people are receiving cost-sharing assistance. I think 8 out of 10 folks that went to the exchange, this was last year, but I'm pretty sure 
It's about the same for this year. Eight out of ten folks that went to the exchange received some sort of subsidy, and many of them received what's called cost-sharing assistance, which is if you make less than 250% of the federal poverty level, you get additional financial support for your deductibles, your co-pays, and your co-insurance. It might reduce your deductible from $5,000 to $2,500. That is on the chopping block as well in this Republican plan. And so as you might see and you will see in our next segment when we come back, the interesting fallout from all of these things. It's almost like uh, history is repeating itself. We're going to take a look at what the people are saying. It, it, it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting. The issue of populism has come back and is, uh, is almost, uh, may I use the word sexy, in that uh, people uh, are upset and want to be heard. And uh, we're going to play some clips from both uh, this year's town hall meetings. But we're also going to take a look back at what happened in 2009, eight years ago, because there were some pretty crazy town halls happening back then, and we're going to compare what people are saying uh, between then and now. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, where you can find our segments during the week. We're putting them out. People are talking about them. Oh, and by the way, if you go to that Facebook page, you can see a link to buy our Greatest Hits CD, where you will learn a ton of stuff, uh, receive interviews from uh, the key policymakers, United States senators, those super influential in writing this law. This information will help you save money as you're moving forward into uh, a difficult couple of years. We'll be right back. Now, I've been watching, and nobody says it, but Obamacare doesn't work. I mean, I could say, I could talk. It doesn't work. And now people are starting to develop a little warm heart. But the people that you're watching, They're not you. 